0: Information discussed in this podcast may be sensitive in nature to some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Courtney Stauffer never went anywhere without her beloved dog, Sheba. So after high school graduation, Courtney would move out into an apartment with her boyfriend and she made sure she could bring Sheba with her. Courtney was a lover of all animals and as a young adult became a free-spirited, beautiful, sociable young woman. Courtney was exceptionally close with her family, which included her mother, her father and four siblings. In the summer of 2012, Courtney was doing what a lot of young 21 year olds were doing. They were having a good time with friends. She was living with her boyfriend, Brad, on West Main Street in Palmyra, Pennsylvania. On July 28, 2012, however, a strange series of events would lead to a mysterious outcome. Police would come to Courtney and Brad's apartment for a disturbance call. Brad would actually be arrested for probation violation. Courtney was devastated and would spend the rest of the night hanging with friends and going to different bars until returning back to her apartment. And once there, Courtney had yet another confrontation with a neighbor. Courtney is now feisty and riled up, and the police would come to the apartment two more times that night. The next day, Courtney was supposed to meet her brother at the county fair, but she didn't show. Although her family wasn't too panicked, not yet at least. Courtney is now an adult after all, living on her own. But after a few more days of no contact, her mom goes to her apartment and finds all of Courtney's belongings, including her cell phone still plugged into the wall and her dog Sheba. It was pretty clear that Courtney had not been at her apartment for at least a couple of days. Courtney was reported as missing to the local authorities. Almost 11 years later, Courtney remains missing. Where is Courtney Stauffer?
1: Stouffer. she was a amazing person in my life she was creative beautiful funny she was the kind of person that whenever she was around you just get a smile on your face the goofiness that accentuated from her was something something out of this world she was a little klutzy too she used to be called graceful back on the track track course but all around amazing girl and uh, An excellent artist. An amazing artist. I I remember when we lived in the Fredericksburg house and she would draw all kinds of pictures on her door that she had downstairs. Beautiful roses to different ways of writing her name. And that really really stuck with me. It helped me to uh, get myself out of my bubble, become a little bit more of an artist myself. From music to drawing, she uh, really brought out Something in me that I never knew I could really find. And uh, to this day, it's it's still hard not knowing. It's been almost 10 years now, and we're still not any closer to the first day. But I know that with the help of everyone that's around me and us just continuing to hope and pray that there's going to be a day where it comes that we can find her we can just have that closure and regardless even if we don't she will always be in my heart she was an amazing girl so talented and there's nothing that I want more than just to get her name out and have everyone know her like how I knew her my name is Austin Stauffer please help me find my sister Courtney
0: Hello, and welcome back to the Where Are They podcast and another unsolved missing persons case. The case of Courtney came recommended to me actually a few times over the last couple of years. And looking back, I can see that her case did have a fair amount of coverage back when she first disappeared in 2012, mostly due to the efforts of her family who are determined to find answers and to find Courtney. But her story has received very little attention in the last few years, and since Courtney is still missing, I think it's time we tell the story of Courtney Stoffer. Before we dive into Courtney's story, I want to give a huge thank you and welcome to our newest Patreon members, Laura G., Trixie Bell, and Jana. Your support is so, so greatly appreciated. Any feedback or case suggestions that you may have, you can find all of our contact info in the show notes. So let's take a look at the story, the bizarre story of Courtney Stauffer. Courtney was born April 24th, 1991, to mom Wendy and dad Scott. She grew up in a small town in Pennsylvania with her parents and four siblings. When Courtney was eight years old, however, her parents would divorce but the family remained very close and both parents were active in their children's lives. Courtney spent a lot of time with her family and even as a young adult, they all meant the world to her. Growing up, Courtney was known to have a variety of interests. She was competitive in sports and she loved to push herself to be the best. She was also a talented singer, an artist, and had both the girly girl in her and the tomboy that loved to get dirty on the farm. Courtney also loved animals and grew up being very active in 4-H. When she was eight years old, she also got a dog that she would name Sheba. Sheba was Courtney's best friend and went everywhere with her. After high school, Courtney at first wasn't quite sure what she wanted to do, but she did go on to obtain her cosmetology license and began working in a salon alongside her mom. Soon after that, Courtney decided to take another route. She loved animals, and she made the career move to become a dog groomer. This seemed well-suited to Courtney and her love for all animals. Courtney would soon meet her boyfriend, Brad, and they would date for about nine months before moving in together to their apartment in Palmyra. Courtney was thrilled to be on her own, and she was also able to bring Sheba, her beloved dog, along with her. While living on their own, Courtney and Brad were known to have house parties. And this was something that their neighbors were consistently not happy about. The Disappearance On July 28, 2012, Courtney and Brad had one of these parties. And before long, the police were called to the house. When authorities showed up, they realized that Brad was on probation and there was alcohol in the house. Since Brad was only 20 years old, he was arrested for probation violation and taken into custody. Courtney was furious, and the animosity between the neighbors grew. Courtney blamed them for what happened. She blamed them for Brad being arrested. Courtney did have a couple of friends step up that night because Courtney was so upset. And they offered to Courtney that they should all go out together and hit up some bars and maybe help distract her from what was going on. So Courtney met up with these friends, Cody and Milton, and another couple, at a bar near her apartment called The Gas Station. Cody was going to be the designated driver, and the four of them decided to drive out and go to a bar in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. While they were at this bar, Courtney had an altercation with a man there actually a man and a woman, a couple, and Courtney would be asked to leave. So the group left the bar with Cody driving back to the gas station where Courtney had left her car. Then he decided to follow Courtney back to her apartment to make sure that she got in and got home okay. Around 3 o'clock a.m., Courtney and Cody arrived back at her apartment because Courtney is still fired up over what happened earlier in the night with Brad and the neighbors, when she sees the neighbors still awake and outside, she confronts them. The incident results in yet again, the police being called to the residence. Palmyra police arrived there around 3.15 a.m. Courtney reported that the neighbors came out and began to yell at her while she was walking her dog. The neighbors reported that was not the case at all. Courtney was being loud and unruly towards them. One of the neighbors said that Courtney tried to physically attack him. And it was clear that everyone appeared to be under the influence of alcohol. And they were told by police to all go back into their house and shut the doors and stay inside for the night. By 3.49 a.m., police said they had cleared the scene and report that everyone is back inside their homes. At 4.11 a.m., another neighbor calls the police department once again, claiming to hear screaming, stomping, and slamming doors coming from Courtney's apartment, which was right above his. Palmyra police once again arrive at the residence, this time bringing backup from two nearby jurisdictions. They are met outside by the neighbor who had called them, and he said that Courtney was stomping on the floor and slamming doors, and that sometimes she does this to aggravate him and the other neighbors. Police did attempt to make contact at her door without a response. They were able to see inside the residence through a patio door and a nearby window, but they saw nothing out of place or unusual. They did hear the dog barking from inside when they knocked, but then the dog would get quiet. At 4.36 a.m., the police leave the scene since all seems quiet now. Courtney's friend Cody, the one that had taken her to the bar in Harrisburg, had returned back to her apartment with her. And he says that he fell asleep and spent the night there, waking up around 8 a.m. And he said when he woke up, Courtney wasn't there. He texted her, asking her where she was, but he didn't get an answer. He leaves and drives home, and he does text her a couple more times during the day to check in on her, again, with no response. That Sunday, Courtney was supposed to meet her brother at the fair. But Courtney didn't show up. Courtney's mom also tries to contact her a few times with no response. On Monday, July 30th, Wendy, Courtney's mom, shows up at Courtney's apartment to check on her. She finds the door unlocked and Sheba, the dog, is inside. She immediately noticed that Sheba had an accident, which is not like the dog at all. Wendy walks around the apartment and notices that Courtney's keys are on the countertop, her purse is there. In her cell phone is plugged into the wall next to her bed. There is no sign of Courtney. She is immediately alarmed and calls Courtney's father, Scott, who rushes over. Scott decides right then and there they have to alert authorities and report Courtney is missing. Something is very, very wrong. The search. When the police were first alerted of Courtney's disappearance, they advised her parents to wait 24 hours. They believed with the stresses that she'd had the night of July 28th into the early morning hours of July 29th, that she likely just took off for a couple of days to chill out, maybe to blow off some steam. But Courtney's family didn't buy that. Courtney had never done anything like this before, and she would never, ever leave her dog behind uncared for. Her mom and dad decide to stay at Courtney's apartment while trying to track her down themselves. And finally, after 24 hours went by, Courtney's parents were able to file an official missing persons report. Law enforcement does start investigating right away, although they had already made the family wait, so I don't know if that actually constitutes right away, but they do start looking for Courtney. They actually seal off Courtney's apartment and they search the entire place thoroughly, even bringing in forensic teams. They questioned all of the neighbors and they tracked down Cody, the friend that Courtney was with that night. And Cody's story matched what evidence authorities found as well. They matched up the phone calls and text messages between their phones. They verified Cody's stop at a convenience store via CCTV footage. It seemed that Cody was being truthful one of the neighbors did have an ongoing issue with Courtney, according to Courtney's family. And he was the last one that had phoned police in those early morning hours. And Courtney had apparently had a lot of run-ins with this guy before. It seemed to the family that his behavior was really odd. They saw him taking black bags in and out of his apartment that whole day that they were at Courtney's apartment putting them in his car, and then returning again a little while later without them. Authorities do question him, and they do search his residence, but they don't turn up anything to lead them to Courtney. Police also tracked down that couple that Courtney had a confrontation with at that bar in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Remember, they drove all the way out there, only to have to leave when Courtney got into an argument with them, and Courtney essentially got kicked out of the bar but they found nothing that would tie them to Courtney's disappearance. Hundreds of residents of Palmyra and the surrounding towns came out to physically search the area around Courtney's apartment. In fact, they had so many volunteers and so many neighbors and so many people from the town coming out to help search that some of them had to be turned away. It seemed that everyone came together to search for Courtney. But while suspicions were high, especially when it came to Cody and the neighbors, no solid leads came in to find Courtney. Search efforts would continue non-stop as family fought for answers and never gave up looking for Courtney, but it seemed like she had vanished into thin air. It would be two years later, in March of 2014, when authorities announced they were planning a search of Memorial Lake based on a tip they'd received. A young woman came forward to say that she had heard a confession from someone that Courtney was killed when a couple of young men broke into her apartment to look for drugs. Her body was allegedly wrapped in a carpet and disposed of in nearby Memorial Lake. Courtney's family really, really fought for this tip to be taken seriously and for that lake to be searched but authorities didn't put much stock into this tip. However, they eventually did search the lake anyways. And again, nothing was found. I was curious about Courtney being wrapped in carpet, and I did find a couple of media outlets reporting that an area rug was missing from Courtney's apartment. But I couldn't 100% verify the truth of that in any missing person files or any notes from law enforcement whatsoever. And forensics teams did search the apartment and found nothing. If something did happen to Courtney in there, they did a good job of cleaning up any evidence. Or could they be holding on to evidence that they haven't released to the public yet? Palmyra, Pennsylvania. Courtney vanished from Palmyra, Pennsylvania. Palmyra is a small town in the southeastern part of the state. Palmyra has just over 7,000 residents. So Palmyra itself is a pretty quiet town, but it is only three miles from Hershey, Pennsylvania. Hershey, of course, being the tourist town with Hershey Park and Hershey Chocolate Factory. Courtney and her boyfriend lived in a home at 810 West Main Street in Palmyra. And this looks to be a house that was maybe sectioned off into apartments. And we know that Courtney lived in the upstairs apartment. It looks like it's a pretty main road, possibly somewhat busy during the day. But in this small town, things get quiet early. And we also know that Courtney vanished sometime between 4 a.m. and 8 a.m., if we believe Cody's story. So it's likely the street would have been quiet then. Another area of interest that came up during the investigation was Memorial Lake. Now, Memorial Lake is a pretty big lake, about 10 miles from Courtney's home. Memorial Lake covers over 230 acres and is pretty deep, registering about 20 feet deep at its deepest. Search teams did come in and they did use underwater sonar and cameras to search those deep areas of the lake for any signs of Courtney. They also had cadaver dogs on standby just in case, but nothing would be found. Another interesting point of interest is Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Courtney and her friends went to that bar in Harrisburg before getting kicked out due to that altercation Courtney got into. Harrisburg is a bigger city and has a bigger bar scene and nightlife. It's about a 30-minute drive to the west from Palmyra and it would make sense that Courtney and her friends would head out there for a night out. That bar and the people she had an altercation with were checked out and nothing of any consequence was found or discovered. And we do have confirmation that Courtney and Cody did make it back to her apartment back in Palmyra. Courtney was last seen in her apartment in Palmyra, and it seemed that she vanished from there. Courtney's family would not quit searching and fighting for answers, and the entire town of Palmyra was behind them. theories and possibilities There are plenty of thoughts on the disappearance of Courtney Stoffer, but little to no actual evidence. Some of the circumstances surrounding Courtney going missing, however, do lead to a few possibilities. First, the last person to be with Courtney was her friend Cody Cody was 29 years old in 2012. He was the friend who would spend the evening with Courtney after her boyfriend was arrested. Courtney was upset and he was there to help her through it. Now, Cody was concerned enough about Courtney that after returning to her apartment after three o'clock in the morning, he decided to stay the night. She had gone through a lot that night with the police, her boyfriend's arrest, the incident in Harrisburg, and then even more confrontations with the neighbors. But when Cody woke up just before 8 a.m. and he noticed that Courtney wasn't there, is it odd that he didn't think anything about it, that he just sent her a text and left? He wasn't worried that something else might have happened between Courtney and maybe the neighbors? It didn't seem like he was worried about Courtney at all. He left that morning and went about his normal routine. He also didn't hear Courtney leaving between 4 and 8 a.m., Sure, he was asleep and passed out, but he wasn't supposed to have been drinking that night. So could Courtney have gotten out of the apartment without Cody knowing? Cody is someone that has been looked at. He was given a polygraph, but those results were never made public. But a lot of people wonder if there is more to Cody's story. Another theory that some have considered is the behavior of the neighbor or neighbors. While Courtney was having issues that night and early morning with all of the neighbors, there was that one in particular that she had repeated issues with. And this man was seen the next day carrying black trash bags to his car, half filled and taking them somewhere, returning only to take a couple of more bags. I don't believe it was ever determined what was in those bags. But his residence was thoroughly searched and nothing was found. He was also given a polygraph. And once again, those results weren't made public. And then there's also the issue about that incident she had that night at the bar in Harrisburg. Did those people maybe follow her and Cody back to Palmyra? What was their dispute really about? But again, wouldn't they have been seen arriving there either by the neighbors or by Cody? The last police visit happened around 4 a.m. This call was made by the downstairs neighbor who said he had heard thumping and yelling and slamming doors. He claimed that this is something that has happened before. Every time Courtney got mad at them and fired up. But was it perhaps something else he was hearing? An attack, maybe? But everything was quiet by the time the police arrived and Courtney was never heard from or seen again. Take a listen to this interview given by Courtney's dad about his daughter.
2: Hello, my name is Scott Stauffer. I'm the father of Courtney Stauffer. My daughter's been missing for about 10 years and uh, today I'm just going to try to reflect a little bit on some of the things that are fond in my heart some of the things about Courtney that really made her special to us, and uh, Courtney's a special young lady. Um, as a child, she was just always bright, flower, inquisitive. Um, always want to be right there in the center of things, you know. Definitely not a shy girl by any stretch of imagination. She's creative. Um, and she was always been there in some of my big times. I remember pulling in a 10-pound catfish, and we used to like to camp a lot. Like, um, spent a lot of good quality time at Thousand Trails and pointed in, there's Courtney right beside me, you know on her Snoopy rod, It was a little bigger than she could handle. So we brought it in together, grew up in the country, and it was good for the kids. The bond between the brothers and sisters was pretty, pretty strong. You know, Courtney started off with her brother Ryan, and then Courtney, so right away, you know, you had the million-dollar family. Everything else on top of it was icing. And Courtney was blessed with another sister and two more brothers. And, I mean, five kids in a house, it was just chaos. You know, I'm sure there are times that I missed because I was working a lot that Wendy was around. That uh, she looked forward to be coming home and helping out. Courtney was always just hanging out. She was Daddy's girl, you know, for a while until we had another little daughter, Kirsten. And there's just things about Courtney that always would brighten your day. Courtney was the the, uh, the second edition of the Humane Society. If there was any type of uh, pet without a home, pet in distress, she brought home the craziest, most distressed snotty as sneezing his pets and they would want to keep him and I just couldn't tell her I couldn't tell her no as much as I was, I was just like oh man she found another one but somehow we always managed to take care of him and make him a part of the family people don't realize she was a very good cheerleader beyond being able to sing she had a beautiful voice the moments with Courtney just stick in my mind things that I looked at. I wish I would have a chance to see with her that I've seen with my other children marriage Walking courtney down the aisle is something i look forward to um and i still do i hope she's still out there we all miss her it's not a day goes by we didn't miss her and there's a lot of joy a lot of joy that she's brought into different people's hearts my name is scott Stouffer. i'm the father of courtney Stouffer.
0: courtney's family has fought so hard for answers regarding their daughter her entire family has fought hard what do you think happened to Courtney Stauffer? Courtney is described as a Caucasian female about five foot eight inches tall and weighing around 115 pounds when she was last seen in July of 2012. Courtney was 21 years old and would today be 32. Courtney had blonde hair in dreadlocks to her shoulders and green eyes. Anyone with any information is asked to call the Lebanon County Detective Bureau at 717-228-4408. Thank you so much for listening to Courtney's story today. Such a bizarre case with such very little evidence. And it seems this case may only be solved by someone coming across Courtney or by someone who actually knows something finally speaking up. It is possible that law enforcement also has more information that they are keeping closer to the vest, and I really, really hope that's the case. A big thank you once again to our newest Patreon members, Laura G., Trixie Bell, and Jana. We couldn't continue to share these stories without your support and your help. If you'd like to join us over on Patreon, you can find the link in our show notes. If you've made it this far and would like another way to help us out, consider leaving us a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice, or even over on our Facebook page. This truly, truly helps out our podcast quite a bit. You can find the link to all of our social medias in the show notes. Additionally, you can reach me anytime at canwefindthem@gmail.com. at gmail.com. Again, Thank you so, so much for tuning into Courtney's story today. Please, please share any way that you can. While her case had a fair amount of media in the beginning and early days, it has definitely quieted down over the years. But Courtney is still missing, and her family is still desperately seeking answers. We will be back again very soon with another unsolved missing persons case. And until then, stay safe and hug your loved ones.